0: Hope Church. All right, we've got a few folks hopped on here already, so we'll go ahead and get started and then we'll um, hopefully have some more people joining us in. Of course, people can watch it when it's all said and done and back on. It just won't be live for them. So anyway, good morning. December 27th, glad you're here uh, today. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about this Christmas season and post Christmas season and um, the joys that we have and also the pains that we have. And so uh, we'll do that this morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we'll get right into today's uh, message. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you for the privilege to be here today. Uh, we thank you for your many blessings. And for all those in our church family that are traveling in this season, we pray that you would watch over them on the roads also. Uh, with their their physical health, um, please protect them, Lord. Um, and we um, we come to you now. We ask that you would teach us from your Word. We thank you that your Word um, is truth, and we thank you for our, our friends and family members and um, even strangers, maybe even around the world, who would um, see this message uh, today and in the coming days. And we pray it would be impactful uh, for their lives, and at the end of it, God, you would receive all. Of the glory and honor and praise um, for every good thing that comes out of today's message. And again, we thank you uh, for your love for us. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, just a couple of notes here. One is, um, again, just you can you can go back and listen to uh, the worship from this morning as as Derek uh, led us in song. Uh, that's uh, be posted uh, there on on our. Facebook page. Um, and we're going to take a break this morning from our study um, of Genesis. Last week we we saw um, the promised son, the promise of Isaac, that God had, had promised Isaac. And we looked at some similarities between um, the prophecies concerning Isaac and also that uh, of the prophecies concerning uh, the coming of Jesus. And so in this Christmas season, we celebrate that God sent his son um, for us, Emmanuel, God with us, um, that Emmanuel was sent um, on our behalf. Um, But this Christmas season, um, it it has joy and pain, right? It it has joy for obvious um, reasons about what we're celebrating and also the opportunity to spend time with family and friends. and, And even in a year, um, where a lot of our, our fellowship has been disrupted uh, by COVID, we are still thankful for the opportunities that we have um, in person or with distance or um, even through, through technology. And Im- imagine having to go through this without the benefit of technology and being able to, to speak, um, you know, with people and relying on letters that take months, you know, to arrive uh, but it's also a, a season of, of pain because um, probably at your Christmas this year, um, there are people who would have been at the table um, or would have been giving and receiving gifts with you that um, are, are no longer present um, on this earth. And, and maybe they passed away recently. Maybe they passed away sometime Um, ago, maybe it's been a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, but those pains are still there and they're still present. We are reminded that this world is not as it should be. Um, There is pain, there is sin, there is death, and we understand that something went terribly wrong. Um, And just, you know, you look at a news source. Um, I, I clicked on a, um, a few news sources this morning just to see if there was anything, you know, major um, to talk about. And, and nothing necessarily um, earth-shattering out of the normal, but what, what, it, what was there? Um, division, destruction, um, and death. And if you looked at the news every day, it would, har- it would be hard not to either become a very callous person um, or uh, become a very depressed person. Um, if you look at the news sources um, every day and, and really thought about what it was there, I think those are probably your two options: it be callous or, or it'd be depressed. In terms of your flesh, you now in, in the spirit of God, you may be able to handle that in a different way. But I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Uh, in terms of, of being all in the news every day, it's probably not not great for your um, a, a physical, emotional. Um, and mental, um, well-being, uh, probably not great for your spiritual well-being either. And so, you know, the, we have to ask ourselves a question, you know, what answer does God give us in the Bible for these things to deal with our, our pains, to deal with, with death. And first we understand that all of our world's brokenness as a result of disobedience to God, uh, we see the beginning of that, the seed that was planted um, in Genesis chapter three, when our first parents disobeyed God, and have brought upon us all um, a, a world that is broken, um, and now we obviously and, and, and everybody else has choices about um, how how broken it is, um, and, and in their particular lives, you know, more or less, you know broken, but still pain and misery come to all. It's not a matter of if, um, it's just a matter of when. And, and we need to, to recognize that. And so that sounds like really terrible news. It's like, well, wow, you're being pretty um, depressing this morning, but I, I don't want to leave you in that state um, by any means, because God made a way to restore us and send his son, Jesus Christ, to be our savior and, and our king. Um, and now is where after Christmas, it's a good time to remember um, the, the wise men who came from the east, the Magi from, from Persia, and they came to worship Jesus. Now, remember, um, they were still on the way. If you have your manger scene and you've got, um, you know, Mary and, and Joseph and baby Jesus and the shepherds, um, you know, t- to be a little more accurate, your, your um, wise men are, are still um, on the way. Uh, they haven't arrived yet, but now we're post- Christmas, so we can talk about let's talk about them for a minute. Um, and they came to find um, the king and they brought him gifts. Now what what gifts did they bring the king? They brought gold, they brought frankincense, and they brought myrrh. Gold for a king, frankincense for a high priest. And myrrh is a burial spice. To symbolize that Jesus would be the sacrifice uh, for our sins and he would pay our debt. And Jesus himself, in John 18, um, verse 37, Pilate is questioning Jesus. And Pilate says to him, You know, therefore said to him, Are you a king then? And Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. And for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth, hears my voice. Let me read that again. You say rightly that I'm a king for this cause. I was born and for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth. Here's my voice. Now, truth. Pilate asked the question after that, you know, what is truth? Um, because, you know, he doesn't want to deal with the reality of Jesus. People do the same thing today. Um, there's a common phrase, a very common phrase um, in today's culture that says, speak your truth. Speak your truth. Honestly, that, that's a phrase of nonsense. Um, you could say, "Speak how you feel." Um, you could, you know, speak your perspective, but to say, "Speak your truth," just fosters this this idea that your your perspective is what matters most. That the whole world revolves around you and your ideas and and what you think, and that's um, in reality very far from where we need to be, because. You know, there is God um, and he is truth and he is the one who says you know, what truth is. Um, and we either agree with God or disagree, disagree by some degree, either a lot or a little um, about what God, who God is and what he has said. Because Jesus said, John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And so they're not different ways to the Father. are not different ways to God. There's just one truth, and His name is Jesus. Um, it's it's a claim that He's the only one, but that He is also available to everyone for God to love the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so Jesus is available to anyone who would humble themselves before him and receive him as savior and king. But he does require that you acknowledge that he is the truth as you don't get to make up your own truth. And what I mean by that is you don't get to make up your own religion. You don't get to make up your own way to God. And really that's what religion is. Religion is man's um, attempt to define God and to set the terms for how one comes to God. And so we don't really have religion per se. We have a relationship with Jesus, a relationship with the way, the the truth, and the life, and that gives us access um, to the Father. And Jesus being the truth should give us great comfort because He's the truth and we can live in Him and we don't have to concern ourselves about, you know, quote unquote, being good enough. Because the message um, of of Christmas is that we aren't good enough. That we were all on the bad list. Every one of us. Um, But the righteousness of Jesus could be put to our account. Um, That is the the message um, that we um, are given. The hope that we are given, the joy that we are given, the truth that we are given. And that is of comfort and of great comfort to us because we understand that Jesus is our hope. Now, let me read from Romans chapter 15, verses four through six. We'll just read a few more scriptures this morning. And, you know, we're not going to be too long this morning. It says, for whatever these, whatever things were written, this is Romans chapter 15, verses four through six. Whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we may, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may be with one mind and one mouth, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we're we're instructed to strive to be like minded in Jesus um, and to agree you know, with, the, with the scriptures concerning the Lord. Um, and that we would with one mind and one mouth glorify God, the Father, um, and the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in Second Corinthians one, three through four says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So let's talk about that comfort for a minute because people are searching for comfort. All throughout um, 2020, uh, You know that search for comfort has been amplified. Um, COVID um, has created... You know, distance and and problems for many people—not just of a um, a a virus coming into their system and and wrecking havoc on their body, but virus coming into into their society and disrupting um, normal patterns, um, taking away um, you know you know opportunities to to rub shoulders with others, and you know many people have been basically confined. Um, to their homes for for very long periods um, of time, and it's taken a toll. Uh, people have lost loved ones, um, you know, to the virus itself, but also, you know, suicide has increased, depression has increased, drug abuse has increased, alcoholism has increased. For many effects. People have gone into depression over lost businesses and, and lost financial um, opportunities, and. Uh, It's been lost relationships. It's been very difficult uh, for many people. And many times, again, people are are searching for comfort in what? Um, You know, sometimes people are searching for comfort. They say, I can't take it anymore, and they they try to end their own lives. Or they're searching for comfort, and so um, they, they want more alcohol, or they want more drugs, something to try to deaden the pain or to change how they feel. Or maybe they pursue a relationship with someone that it's it's not he- going to be a healthy relationship, but they go for it anyway. Why? Because anything to take away the loneliness, anything to take away the pain, even for a few moments. And so we have to recognize that if you want true comfort, true comfort is found in God through Jesus Christ. Period. Um, Comfort is found in God. And even for those who are followers of Jesus, you still, you know, let me remind myself and you you know, where is our true comfort found? Um, I was reminded, uh, you know, yesterday was kind of a tough day for me. I was reminded of some some significant loss um, that our family endured um, some years back. And I, I just kind of wanted distraction. I, I just kind of wanted, you know, to veg out in front of the TV and watch sports or, th- you know, just anything to think about something different. But where is true comfort found? It's not found in TV. It's not found in watching a ball game. True comfort is found in, in Jesus and, and even somebody who would, would be the first to give that advice to somebody else it, sometimes it's, it's hard to live um, and to take that advice first um, in, our, in our own lives. Uh, but we have to remember God is our source of comfort. We need to go to him to deal with the reality of our pains and not just to try to cover up our pains through other things. Who comforts us in all our tribulation, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. Do you need comforting today? If so, reach out. Let us pray for you. Let us encourage you. Um, we are to do that for one another, and we are to seek to do that for others. That we can comfort those who are in trouble. Now, how do we comfort them? Do we just try to say, "Well, oh, everything's just going to be fine. Don't worry." You know, no. We have a real comfort. We can. Our, our job in comforting people is to point them. To God, you know, to point them to Jesus, to point them to the true source of comfort. That's our our role. Our role isn't to say, well, if you got a better job, or if you got um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or if you if you went back to school and got a little more education. There might be some practical things in there that a person does need to do, but that's not to be the emphasis. The emphasis is Go to God. God is a source of comfort and you can know him through Jesus Christ. And you can receive a peace that passes understanding. And you can have your burdens lifted and taken away at the feet, at the foot um, of the cross. At the feet of Jesus. Your your burdens can be lifted. Because there's a comfort to come. For those who, again, very clear, for those who are in the Lord, Revelation chapter 21 says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Folks, this is temporary. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle, of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Notice this. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Now I want you to imagine with me for a minute a future with no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain for the former things have passed away. That's what we're looking forward to. That is the hope uh, of those who are followers of Jesus. Um, in verse five, he says, then he, he who sat on the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, right for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Listen to that again. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. You see, God offers two options, two futures to everyone, a future with no more tears, no more crying, no more pain, no more death, um, or he, he offers, um, if you don't receive that, then, then there is judgment. Why is there judgment? Because then you haven't taken the sacrifice that was made on your behalf. You want to make your own with only one that you can make, um, unfortunately is your, is your own life. You're free to live in God's truth or you're free to live in in your own lives. Those are the options that we have before us. You're free to be comforted or you can stay in in misery. We beg you not to stay in misery, but to be comforted, to go um, to God, to humble yourself before him, to believe and, and to be saved. And our prayer for each one of us is that Jesus will be, Everything to us, He will be our all in all. In 2021, um, He is our one hope. Our one hope is Jesus. Um, your your one hope isn't is not anything but Jesus. Um, and so, being first, believing in Him um, is is the first thing. Uh, That's the most important, critical step is you first got to start. You you have to receive the new life that he gives. But once you've done that, there's a there's a necessity. um, If we want to have that joyful life that is full of meaning and purpose, then we need to day by day, step by step, um, walk with God. And, And sometimes that means doing doing hard things, doing things that. Necessarily, we, we don't want to do on a, on a particular day. Uh, but in God's strength, we can. And so I just want to encourage you as you finish up 2020 to finish strong, to finish at, at, the, at the feet of Jesus and just say, Lord, you know me. You know all about me. You know everything I've done, everything I've said, everything I've thought. Here I am before you. And and, and I'm yours. And I, I want this next year Um, and many days as you give, because again, we're not even guaranteed tomorrow, but Lord, as much as you give me in this next year, I want to, I want to live it for you. I want your name to be glorified. I I want you to be honored and I want to be of comfort, of help, um, to others. Well, we can be that if we walk closely to Jesus. So final thought for you here, um, two final thoughts. One is... What's your plan? What's your plan for 2021? Because um, if you don't have a plan to grow in Jesus, then well, you actually do have a plan. Your plan is not to grow. I mean, it's real simple. Um, what is your plan for 2021 in terms of being part, firmly committed, a hundred percent to a local church? Um, Participating in corporate worship, participating in small group. Um, what is your plan in terms of, of daily time with God, um, in, with your quiet times? Do, what's your plan with your quiet times? Like the when, the where, how long, what space are you making available You know, to God? Um, where are you studying? Um, what part of the Bible? Study the Bible. Um, do the work. Um, you know What's the plan for prayer? What, what's the plan for sharing the love of Jesus um, in your community? What, what's your plan for generosity? Uh, what's your plan for these things? Take some time in these next few days to come up with a plan because if you don't have a plan, uh, it's not going to go great. It's just, you know, if, if, you're, if your plan is, well, you know, I'm I'm just going to do whatever. You're not going to get as far. Um, And and you know that's true because in in everything that you really care about in life, you have a plan. Um, You have a plan. So make your plan um, with the Lord. Ask Him to direct it. Set reasonable expectations. Don't go from like, hey, I hardly ever have a quiet time to I'm going to pray four hours a day. Not going to happen. It's setting up for failure. Um, so, make a realistic plan. Start small. Somebody who starts running doesn't say, well, tomorrow I'm going to run a marathon. No, tomorrow, like, you know, walk, jog. Walk 50 yards, jog 10. Walk 50, jog 10. Do that a few times. Then, you know, little by little um, increase. Get some wins under your belt um, with your quiet times. Um, and, and then... You can seek to to expand, but start encouragement there is to, to start realistic and that's not being, oh, you should do small things. No, I'm just saying, uh, better to have the small victories and to build on them than to say you're going to do something and then not do it. Um, and so, you know, let's learn that lesson this, this year and let your yes be yes and your no be no, as the Lord instructs us to, um, so that that's that's one thing. I've got one more other one other thing. Um, my brother-in-law had posted uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, the Linus um, speech. I'm going to put a link to that um, here under under this um, under this video in a, in a minute. Um, and I'd love for you to watch that. It's just I, I got the three-minute version um, where Charlie Brown asks what the real meaning of Christmas is, and and Linus is the one to tell him, but. I want you to notice when Linus drops his blanket. Uh, This has been observed by many people, but um, maybe you haven't seen it. Um, Notice when Linus drops his blanket and um, be encouraged that in the Lord, um, you don't need some other external security blanket. The Lord is your, your comfort and he is your source of hope and of joy, of life. Um, and of peace, um, may you be blessed the rest of this day. And, uh, look to God, and if you have any questions or you need anything, uh, please um, reach out. I would love to talk with you, pray with you, or, or put you in, in direction of someone who can. Um, love you, and hope you have a wonderful uh, rest of this Lord's day. Uh, let's pray, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your many blessings to us. Thank you for our family, our church family, for our friends. Um Lord, for those who don't even know you yet, we pray that as the end 2020 it would be the best decision of their life, their best moment of their life. And Lord, we know that you have done everything on your side because you have provided the way, the truth, and the life, and you have reached out in grace um, and mercy. And so we pray that people would respond humbly um, to your love and Lord that you would help each one of us to find our comfort Um, in you, our strength in you, our hope in you, and in 2021 that we would walk closely with you each day uh, so that our lives would would make a difference in the lives of others. And so, Lord, help us to put you above all else and to lay down um, any other um, idols or things of this world that hinder us um, from walking closely uh, with you. We thank you, Jesus, for your great love displayed to us um, at the cross. And we praise your holy and precious name, dear Jesus.